You're listening to the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring. Simple talk on current events. With a little bit of how you would say a punk rock attitude. With your host, Will Ramos. To beat an incumbent president has not happened here in a long while in current history, in Generation X or Boomer history. In other words, what I'm talking about is not only a one-term president, but a second term to fulfill two terms. George W. Bush won re-election, Bill Clinton won re-election, Barack Obama won re-election. And if you take a look at polling, which isn't that accurate, you cannot make a determination on re-election on polling numbers, even if the polling numbers seem to be quite low in comparison to when the president first got elected. You cannot go by that. And usually, and unfortunately, by the second term, the fire wears down a little bit, usually because of some events that are currently happening that usually weighs down on the second term re-election. Now, let's go back through Lyndon B. Johnson, 1965 through 1969. You had the Vietnam War, reaction to the Great Society, urban riots, and the Kerner Commission. Loss of Wisconsin primary to Eugene McCarthy. The U.S. economy was not as strong as it was during his first term. Now, moving along to Richard Nixon, even though he did not complete a second term, 1973 to 1974, due to the Watergate scandal, subsequent resignation, and the U.S. economy was not as strong as it was during his first term. Now, moving along to Ronald Reagan, 1985 to 1989, you had the Iran-Contra affair, the failed Supreme Court nominations of Robert Bork and Douglas H. Ginsburg. Now, moving along to Bill Clinton, 1997 to 2001, you had the Paula Jones lawsuit, you had the Lewinsky scandal, and subsequent impeachment and the pardon controversy. Now, moving along to George W. Bush, 2005 to 2009, failure of social security reform you had hurricane katrina you had the indictment of scooter libby during the plane affair you had the financial crisis of 2007 through 2008 then you had barack obama (sighs) 2013 to 2017 it's kind of lengthy here Healthcare government launch issues. You had Edward Snowden leaks. You had United States federal government shutdown of 2013. You had the IRS targeting controversy. You had David Petrius guilty plea. You had criticism over Obama's handling of Ebola virus case in the United States. You had numerous domestic terrorist attacks on U.S. soil, including the 2015 San Bardino attack and the 2016 Orlando nightclub shooting. Low public support for his strategy against ISIL. Now that's a lot that happened in four years in the last administration. Okay, so what is Trump facing towards the end of the last four years in his administration? COVID? Uh, COVID? That's not enough. Let's go back to the rundown for those that say he mishandled the crisis. Now, remember in January, it was all about impeachment and Congress was involved three weeks. Now, no one knew that COVID was going to happen. A world stopper. No one knew. No world leader knew. Now, Taiwan kind of had 
firsthand on this virus, primarily due because they have spies on China, because China dislikes Taiwan, because they are capitalist, a capitalist nation, and China is a communist nation. Also, Taiwan is on an island close to China, so they have spies on China. Anyway, because they get threatened all the time by China. Now, Taiwan knew how to handle the situation because that's how they quickly survived the pandemic, while the rest of the world stood dead in their tracks. Now, the World Health Organization is needed for what? For accurate reporting for any medical situations. That's why it's called the World Health Organization. And they get billions and billions of dollars to be the lookout for any medical situations on the rise, hence pandemics. Now, the timeline, January 4th, 2020, the WHO reported on social media, not a press conference, that there was some cases in Wuhan of a virus. January 14th, the WHO said in a press briefing, there may be limited transmission, limited transmission, human-to-human transmission of the coronavirus, limited. Okay, the next day, the WHO issued a statement that there was evidence of human-to-human transmission, but more investigation is needed to understand what was happening. So blaming the president isn't going to do any good because he's getting the info as it comes. Remember, the WHO is supposed to keep us up to date on events. Evidence. January 30th, the POTUS stops travel from China. Then the director general of the WHO declared the virus a novel outbreak. March 11, WHO said it was a pandemic worldwide. Look, you could call it what you want. Remember, this country has never dealt with a shutdown before in any kind of pandemic, in any kind of virus, and throughout history, this is the first time and it should have never happened. It should have never happened. We have to be realistic with this. We have to live with it, just like we lived with other viruses In the past, you cannot kill a country to kill a virus, point blank. 45's enthusiasm is still raging strong. Because we cannot get re-elect, we cannot win this re-election. Excuse me, we can only re-elect Donald Trump. Exactly, Joe. So many accomplishments, jobs, tax cuts, deregulations, and strong leadership, and the recent peace deal with Israel and the Middle East. That calls for the Nobel Peace Prize. That's what a country needs, not a questionable former VP who ran twice and lost and is now running or crawling again for the presidential position and a questionable VP whose back history is hindering her as we speak. And did I forget to mention the endorsement of NYPD? That is huge! And I did a damn good job in doing it. Go ahead. So the question is, do you want a leader that does nothing, says nothing, and doesn't even try to make an attempt on anything? Or do you want a strong leader who gets the job done, says what he's going to do, and does it? What is the question? What is the question? What do you want to do with your life? Who are you? Where do you come from? Are you listening to me? What do you want to do with your life? 
I want to rock. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the man who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. There ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the